I want to welcome you to the Pantheon of M. I'm your host, Ray, and today we are looking at the worst of 2022. Sheriff, could you please tell her to let me out of here? First, we need to figure out who you are. What do you mean, who I am? My name is... My name is... So what are we supposed to do with her? I have a place. Does it have room service? At number five, Falling for Christmas, another Netflix exclusive movie starring Lindsay Lohan. Uh, this has been marketed as her comeback film. This movie, okay, here's what I'll say. I'm going to start with a positive. I think Lindsay Lohan is an extraordinary actress. That She has not lost a step. She's a great performer. Chad Overstreet he became well known for his performance in Glee. And him playing an adult, a father, a, a, a leading man, I think he's believable. I like his performance. I think both are tremendous actors. The problem is there is zero chemistry with Lindsay Lohan and Chad Overstreet. You could have two heads of lettuce together. They have more chemistry than Lindsay Lohan and Chad Overstreet. They could be a thousand miles apart giving that line and they give the exact same emotion and connection between them, whether they're two feet across or uh, across from different nations. It's, it was that bad. Let me guess, another IT conference? I'm gonna be back in a couple days, Tom's. Hey, Mom, Dad has a work emergency, so can you come pick me up? I love it when you call me Mom. Let's throw a rager. What's happening? Some kind of superhero lair. Your dad's a superhero. What? No, my dad can't handle hot wings. Now that's fast. Why couldn't you tell me about your secret identity? How am I supposed to say, oh, by the way, some alien power source chose me to be the guardian of the planet? It makes you sound crazy, right? Yes. At number four, Secret Headquarters. This is a spy kids type of film where Charlie is a son of a superhero played by Owen Wilson, who was like, consider him like Iron Man. If Iron Man was like the greatest superhero of all time, uh, this is a brand new IP, so it's not stealing from Marvel, but like he's a tech genius with the greatest gadgets of the world. And Charlie and his friends stumble upon his lair, which is located under his home in the basement. And the problem with this movie is, oh, it stars Michael Pena as the villain. With that in the back of my mind talking about it, this movie's really, really bad. 85% um, of this film takes place in a basement, uh, this lair. And it's mostly CGI, green screen, what have you. And um, you do feel sort of like it's really confined to uh, a green screen base. It's a basement. The, 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 because the action in the movie takes place the majority of the time in this secret layer underground these kids are in the basement and all the action takes place there really dialogue action the resolution highlights the the climax you know the, the intrigue it's all in this layer because it's secret it's called secret headquarters so therefore ergo it takes place underground in the secret layer um and that is confining it's a very confining thing and it's uh doesn't really contribute to the film in a way that you want it to, to be also the fact that Owen Wilson is in this film, he's an absentee father, um, is, it really is a well not crafted film. It's really poor. Now that was a great take. Welcome to the start of production of Cliff Beast 6. Thank you for joining us in our bubble. Please make sure you're wearing proper PPE. Physical touch is of course off the table, <laughs> so I would recommend 
making sweet eyes at each other. I'll show you what that looks like. This movie is gonna make the world forget about all their problems. Some of you tested positive for influenza, which is the good virus. Hey Gunther, why do you look like Benedict Cumberbatch right now? Hello, I'm Doctor Strange. Oh my god! I don't like it. Stop being Benedict Cumberbatch. They're keeping us here against our will. Ah! It's been a breach. Send hell! At number three, The Bubble, uh, a Netflix exclusive film, uh, what with a. Directed by Judd Apatow, with like a super all-star cast. I mean, across the board. Um, it's this movie isn't really that funny. It's a dinosaur hunting movie uh, thriller that takes place in a bubble, meaning it takes place where the cast is in an environment because they're in the pandemic. Now, this movie was released during the pandemic. It's too much life imitating art. We didn't, people didn't need to see this <laughs> and don't, we don't need to feel this since we are already going through this. The setup wasn't that good to, to begin with. Uh, the actors are, are being wasted tremendously and the story could have been a whole lot better and it wasn't. And it was sort of disappointing across the board on many things. The trailer looks more exciting than the actual movie and that's kind of gives you an indication which might be a reason why it's on Netflix because they probably knew it wouldn't have sold too well on a big screen to make its money back if that was the case this place is so beautiful creature in the water you should not be swimming in there she called me she's certainly not of this world nor am I the creature will be killed, placing the life force into our hands. This is murder! She is your pet. She's all but human. At number two, it's The King's Daughter. Uh, this movie I went into knowing absolutely nothing about. Uh, I saw the poster, uh, and I remember the, the slogan, uh, The King, His Daughter, and an Unknown World. And uh, and I knew nothing about it, other than him being a, a king and his daughter. Okay, off the top is a wild ride, okay? Uh, he plays King Louis the Fourteenth. Uh, he's obsessed with wanting to be immortal, so he captures a, a mermaid and seeks to steal the mermaid's life force for himself, so he could be immortal. Uh, during before that happens, uh, his daughter befriends the mermaid, and that's the story. I mean, that in a nutshell is. I mean, that's oversimplifying the story, and and then what happens after that or during that process of the friendship and all that is what this movie be, is about um but man uh this this movie was bad <laughs> this movie, oh my god i had i think it's because i had no idea what to expect and uh, and of course you go in with an open mind but man they i did not know where this was going to go and i did not know like this was the premise um because it looked like it looked nice Here's the thing that's more fascinating, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. The movie was filmed in 2014. The film wrapped in 2015, but didn't get released until 2022. I would love to see a documentary of, like, of what the process was of this film finally reaching an audience. Because that seems more appealing than the actual film itself. You know, it's kind of like Don Quixote with the whole uh, Taylor Gilliam and Johnny Depp film, getting that movie made. Um, because the, the documentary film was more interesting than the actual film itself. And uh, that is something that I would love to have seen. Even if there was like a featurette for this movie, I would love to see that. Because like what happens behind the scenes must be more exciting than what the actual film was about, uh, in, my, in my estimation. Number one on my list is 
a movie that I'm a fan of its director, I'm a fan of its actor, and unfortunately, the past collaborations of both the director and the actor, none of their previous works I enjoyed, which now that I think about it, which only because I'm doing it now, I realize, oh yeah, their previous works I'm not a fan of. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the eighth wonder of the world. The one and only Pinocchio! But as individuals, their history of filmography of work as a director and as actors and as producers, I'm a fan of. And that is uh, Robert Zemeckis and Tom Hanks. And that is Pinocchio. Uh, Pinocchio has been done, I think, three times for 2022. I mean, there's the Guillermo del Toro movie. There's, there's a Tom Hanks movie. And I believe there's another there's another animated movie of uh, Pinocchio that was done this year. I could be wrong. Uh, but out of the two, I mean, Guillermo del Toro's uh, Pinocchio, you can expect what you can expect from uh, uh, Guillermo. Like it's 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 a backdrop of war, which was done in like Pan's Labyrinth with this. And there are certain things about what he's done, artistically speaking, um, you can expect and kind of like really appreciate and just admire like what he's trying to achieve. Um, with the with the Mecca's movie, the relationship of, of the two and their journey individually. Um, Wow, it it's lost. <laughs> it's it's oh man, it's lost. Um, yeah, nothing about this movie I I, I liked. Um, I, and uh, you know, it's I, mean, I grew up watching the Disney cartoon movie, and it's very enduring. Um, it's horror. I mean, there is some parts of it that is considered horror, and there are parts of the story or the mythology of, the, of Pinocchio that is harsh and scary. Parts of this movie. That they chose to draw onto, and the parts that they skipped, or parts that they did, or focused on, or how they approached it, I just found they missed the marks. Like everything was just not. I just I thought it just missed points of where it, where it should have focused on, or where it should have been like, you know, uh, reflective on. I felt it didn't do as well. I felt the connection between Pinocchio and Geppetto wasn't really there. Um, I I I mean I I like. Tom Hanks is an actor. I remember him fondly as a comedic actor a couple of decades. I mean, he's, he's able to do like dramatic roles and, and been a producer for many great films like The Earth and the Moon and, and The Pacific and um, all these like uh, like historical movies and TV series and, and, and films he's, he's done, whether it's A League of Their Own or whatever it is. I mean, I mean, as an actor, he's great. And Zemeckis from, you know, Back to the Future, if I knew nothing about Pinocchio and had zero concept of what of what Geppetto was, and the the story of the two, how he was, where he came from, ends up, and what the journey is, and the the, the plights of this doll through to become what he is, and where it lands, um, if that was never in, embedded somewhere in my subconscious, and I just watched this movie the clean slate, like like almost. Um, you know, uh, a Tablu Raza kind of mentality going into this, then maybe I probably enjoy this movie. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, there is references that I'm familiar with, or, or just maybe keystroke marks of the story that you should nail. 
and this movie didn't nail it as well as I, as I would want it to nail to get to the point of the movie and that's unfortunate so that's my number one it, and doesn't it doesn't have to be a Disney movie it's just one of those films where it just should have been a lot more uh, happy new year I will see you very soon take care